It is Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose, producer Dan, along for the ride as well. Are you back doing Minnesota Twins pregame today or no? I am. I have the next two games against the Astros. Uh, great game for the Twins last night, although they yep. had to do it in extras. Uh, mm-hmm. Altuve is just an incredible baseball player, but I'm having fun with it. I'm doing it right here from the studio. And uh, yeah, next week I'll be off on a trip. I'll be in Tampa and Toronto and back in Minnesota. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun uh, couple weeks here. Oh yeah. We have to start getting your replacements scheduled. So please send no. that on over to the boss. So that, yeah. I'm going to be there. I, I, I'm not relinquishing any of my John boy duties to do this. I'm not. You are wow, you are only when it's like completely I can't do it, but most of the time I'll be here. Hey, and don't forget to get warmed up for your pregame on Bally's North. Make sure you hop in the chat tonight, six o'clock Eastern. It's win, you move on, lose, you go home. Blitzball battle three continues. It's you guys and hook line sinkers, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's a big matchup. Because you know what happened that first game between us. It took a dramatic walk-off. Yes, it did. It's going to be fun. going to be fun. Last night, uh, we had the entire gamut of emotions. Uh, It it was fun. It was exhilarating. It was tear-filled. Everything because Liam Hendricks was back 45 days after finishing his last round of chemo as he kicked cancer's ass. Oh, how about this? Moments ago, Liam Hendricks. Three of cancer. Jogs out of the bullpen. Less than five months after being diagnosed. What a moment. It was definitely emotional. There was a lot, there was a lot going on. It was um, nerve-wracking going out, being kind of available today and having that go on. Um, it was humbling going out there and walking out there and, and seeing the amount of people wearing my shirts, the, the amount of people having signs or flags or anything like that, the amount of people that were chanting when I came into the game. It's, um, it was a very humbling and, and sobering moment for me. Uh, on the field, didn't really matter. The results of him giving up two runs in that game, although he did talk about it an awful lot in the post-game press conference afterward, that wasn't the story. Just a story, I'm sure. He was a teammate of yours, was he not? Oh, yeah. I mean, I saw Liam in the minor leagues. I was with him when he was a starter with the Twins. I saw the ups and downs, and then he has just turned into, you know, one of the best relievers in baseball. And mm-hmm. to see him go out there, you know, just five months or under five months from his diagnosis, looking the way he looks, like he looks like nothing ever happened. That's so impressive to me. And, you know, I want to give a shout out to Chicago's fan base there. I mean, they showed out. That was really cool. And that place, it can get raucous there. That's one of the harder places to play. Like the fans are very much, they're intense. Uh, but last night they were intense in the best way possible. The lights were going off. Christy in the stands, his wife, showing all the emotion. Letting the umpire know how she felt a little bit too. I don't know if you saw that. That was pretty funny. Um yeah. But honestly, it was just, yeah, like you mentioned, results don't matter in a time like that. Seeing Liam going out there and kind of, I got to imagine, you know, after going through a scare like that, being able to essentially be a, a, a superhuman again, you know, spit the water out, the lights are going on and off, running out there. Like what a moment that is. Because 
you have perspective after after you know finding you have cancer you know understanding that there are there's a possibility that it's not going to end well for you uh you start to think about things a little bit differently and i think last night he probably soaked that in a little bit and uh i mean it was just incredible to watch i think um one of the reasons we love sports as fans is like we dare to dream like god i wonder what it would be like to throw 98 miles an hour and jog out of a bullpen and all that sort of stuff and we can't put ourselves in in your shoes like you guys are special special people that have been blessed by god and work extremely hard for everything you've gotten but you're such a small percentage of the of the world that gets to do something that we would all love to be able to do but i do think that most of us understand a little bit of what Liam Hendricks has gone through because, unfortunately, cancer is so prevalent in this world that if you don't have a family member or a close friend who has dealt with it, you're one of the lucky few. So we've all been a part of that journey one way or another, right? If it's somebody, if you've been affected personally by it, meaning that you've had cancer and have had to defeat it, or a loved one that lives in your house, or a close, close friend, we've all, like, we know the struggles, even if we haven't personally lived through them. And just to, to know how tough that road is, and for him to get back in less than half a year, like, we all sat there, and we were amazed Crazy. by it. It really is. And, you know, he did spend, I watched his entire post-game press conference. He spent a lot of it saying, yeah, you know what, that ninth inning is going to be mine, but I have to earn it. I have to, you know, and if Chicago's going to get back in this thing, and they're only seven games back in this crappy division. If they're going to get back into it, he's going to be a big part of the baseball reason why, Ploof. Yeah, of course. I mean, that would be an awesome story if if he brought them back and closed out a bunch of games, you know, helped them seal victories late. Uh, I'd love to see that. Yep. It's not so much yep. against my twins, Liam. Just take it easy on us. Bro. Oh, stop. All right, so uh, great to see him back, and we will continue to monitor his journey. Aaron Judge, don't know if you stayed up late on Monday night to see what he did Memorial Day in Seattle. Two more homers, hit another one off the wall, took a home run from Teoscar Hernandez as the Yanks start out their West Coast swing in style. So Judge now leads the American League with 17 big flies. Last year, of course, he had the best season in baseball, was rewarded with the MVP is he officially the best player in baseball? No. That doesn't mean he's – I mean, I think he's the second best player in baseball. You know I'm going to say Shohei Otani is the best player in baseball because I, I believe he's probably the best player to ever play the game, talking about Shohei, just because of the things he can do. But, Judge, we need to talk about him and how – you know, for a long time, I thought of Judge as, you know, a guy that hits homers, he can hit, and I just didn't really – have him as for some reason I didn't have him on that high of a pedestal. I, I don't I don't know mm. why. But obviously last season changed my mind. And then you're like, okay, is it an outlier? Like can he can he do this again? And he's doing it again. Like he he looks so locked in. If you miss if you miss middle, it doesn't matter what pitch. Like he's depositing it in the seeds or he's barreling it at over a hundred miles an hour. This guy is so impressive. And I'm looking at the numbers right now. I mean, last year is a 1.1. He's almost there again right now. So he's repeating it. He was a 211 OPS plus. He's at a 195 OPS plus. Do you know what that means? This guy is so impressive. 
And then, yeah, to do it defensively, you see him running the bases from time to time. It's it's a joy to watch. And I always say, you know, there are certain people that you need to go see play. I mention Shohei all the time. Go see Mike Trout play. Uh, go see Mookie Betts play. Like, Judge is one of those guys. Like, if he comes to your city, like, go see him play because you're looking at a legend. Not only is he... The, the numbers say it. He's also the captain of the Yankees. That doesn't happen that often. So it's he's a he is a living legend. So I'm gonna say no. You're not the best player in baseball because that's reserved for just one guy right now. Uh, but he's number two. I don't think there's any doubt right now. He's number two. I actually do think he's the best player in baseball. I think Shohei is the most important player in baseball. And there, to me, there is okay. a distinction here because Shohei, what he can do. Nobody can duplicate that, right? Because he can dominate a series with his bat and his glove and on the mound, I mean, okay? So he could do that. But to me, that makes him the most important. Shohei's like really struggling right now with the bat. And so he's not playing as significant a role as he normally does. Aaron Judge, even when he's not going well, guys are not going to attack him. They're still not going to attack him. He's still going to be amongst the lead leaders in walks, and I think he led all of baseball in walks. And probably the only reason he's not among the top five this year right now is because he was injured those 10 games. Did you know there's only one active player who has a higher career OPS than Aaron Judge? Ooh, I want to guess. Uh, Is it Trout? It is. Okay. It is. So Judge is right on the cusp of the top 15 in the history of baseball. You just, 983 you look, career OPS. You just look at him and That's there's crazy. no it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's anywhere to pitch him the ball. Um what he does defensively, if you look at the replay of last night where he stole the hey Oscar home run, like there aren't a lot of guys that could cover the ground that he does. Just his reach, he's the size of a defensive end. He is the size of a defensive end. I'm telling you. I cover the NFL for a living. I walk past defensive ends all the time. He is heavier and taller than Miles yeah. Garrett, who's considered the preeminent beast off the edge, athletic-wise. He's just he's one of a kind, and he is the best player in baseball right now. Okay. No, I like it. I mean, I don't, I don't want to take anything away from what he does. I feel like that You're always not. happens. Okay, good. I, I, I don't want it to come off that way. Um. Just these numbers are crazy. A 983 career OPS is yeah. nuts. Well, I think he has, what does he have? Did I read he's got 11 homers in his last 55 at bats or something crazy? Is that possible? That can't be. I could, I could look it up. If you, or, you know, we have a producer yeah. here that could look it up. I'm sure he'd be very yeah. happy to look that up. Yeah, I was just, I was scrolling through Twitter. I didn't write it down, but it, it's some sort of, utterly ridiculous run that he's on and when he's on one of these where he's locked in forget about it i mean bryce miller looked stunned like the sport had been very easy for him through his yes. first four or five starts and all of a sudden here comes this beast stepping into the batter's box he's like jesus where'd they make this guy <laughs> yeah you know his swing is so good that's why he's able to adjust to all those different pitches you know he he gets his leg going then he clears space with his hips so you can't you can't really beat him in and he's got long enough arms and cover, enough plate coverage that away is just bad as well. So it's you really have to sequence perfectly, uh, 
or do something out of the ordinary. Get get him to chase. If you leave anything over the middle, his bat path is so good that he's going to catch it deep and it's going to be a homer to right. He's going to catch out in front. It's going to be a homer to left. He's going to hit the, the ball hard if you leave mm-hmm. it over the middle of the plate. And yeah, I mean, he's just, he's one of a kind, the captain of the Yankees, man. How many captains have there been? Well, there hasn't been one, obviously, since Jeter. And before that, it was Mattingly. 16. Dan so, knows that right away. He's like, yeah, that's good. But it takes him forever to figure out how many home runs. 11 homers in his last 15 games. So it's not that's, 55 at bats, that's but whatever. Fun. It's That's fun. It's not not significantly more. That's pretty impressive. It's, it's probably impressive. 60 at bats. or It might be 55, dude. Wow. Baseball Today is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Hit it out of the park this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can place a $5 bet and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at bigger payouts with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and sign up with code Baseball Today. That's code Baseball Today only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Massachusetts, call 800 327 5050 or visit Gambling Helpline MA.org. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY. In Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific response gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, opt-in, and 10-plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Marcus Stroman. Complete game, one hit, shut out against the best team in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays, as he continues his great season. Um, does your gut tell you he is a major trade candidate or because the NL Central is so damn weak, Stroman, who can opt out after this year, will stick around? Ah, This is a tough one. I think he's going to end up being traded uh, just because I don't know if the Cubs are going to be in close enough contention for them to be like, all right, let's let's keep him around and then get absolutely nothing for him. I don't think there's a, a pick attached to him if he if he walks. So no. in their minds, it's like, okay, we can keep him and add and try to win this central and and try to win the World Series. I don't know if they're there yet. Um as a franchise, like as they stand right now. So for them. You know, they have to assume that Marcus is going to walk. I think he has a $21 million option. He's like, he's going to go get more than that, especially if he mm-hmm. continues to pitch the way he's pitching right now. So for them, I think it's kind of an easy decision, not an easy decision, because obviously you want a guy like him with your staff. You want to try to extend him. I know they've been talking about some extensions, and that could come to fruition as well. You know, Marcus has said many times that he loves pitching uh, at Wrigley. You know, he seems the fans seem to love him there, and he's he loves the vibe of the stadium. So that's one option. Hey, let's go try to keep this guy wrapped up and and see if we can do that during the season. It's really tough to get things like that done during the season, but that will be the option if they want to keep him. Uh, if not, I think the trading him to a contender, getting some prospects back is probably the smart play uh, for your organization. They're, I think they're in a real tough spot because if you trade him and let's say that, Milwaukee's not able to pull away from this thing. I mean, first of all, we can kind of put the Reds and Pirates in their own category, right? They're teams that might they might stick around, and the, the Reds, Reds have got some young add, guys doing it. They do, 
They do. They brought they up some, some guys. That guys. Are, they do. And there's one who might be on his way any day, yeah. which we keep hearing. Two. So they're really, they're an interesting team. St. Louis, we expect at some point, and they are five and a half games out. They're eight games under and they're five and a half out. But I think we both feel, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. We both feel like they're the team to beat in this division. It's either Milwaukee or them, right? I don't even know anymore, Chris. I don't okay. even know anymore. I know that St. Louis has played like 19 games in a row and they're kind of sputtering right now after getting yeah. really hot. But your guess is as good as mine as far as the Central. I, I guess my point is this. is that, Do we feel like the Cubs are going to be 10 games out in the middle of July? I don't. You got to assume that uh, in the, and that division, only one team is going to make the playoffs, right? Like the other oh, yeah, wild yeah, card yeah, spots yeah. are probably yeah. going to go to yes. – NL West and NL East team. Yes. So that's the thing they have to, to think about. Can we be better than the, the Brewers? Who like right now we have to assume they're the favorites. I mean, they're up, they're up two games in the Pirates who are going down like this. Okay. Like, are they or not? Whatever. They're fine. They're, they're if you're whatever. the favorite, but but they're they've been fine. They haven't been good. <laughs> they've been okay. My point is this: is that if the Cubs are four games out. Don't you owe it to that fan base to maybe add something else? Yeah, that's the decision. Like, but you can't stand Pat. Like, you either add or you or you trade away Strowman. You can't stand Pat as you know. You can't leave your team the way it is because it's not it's not going to be good enough to win a World Series as currently constructed. What would you get for two months of Marcus Strowman, where you know where the team that that brings him in knows that he's going to walk anyway? It just depends what the Cubs want. Uh, I'd assume. No, it doesn't. What do you mean? That, that's well. Do they want low-level prospects with a little bit more ceiling, or do they want guys that they can help them within a year or two years? They have to decide that. That's going to depend on. That's going to. The package will depend on that. I mean, I think there's going to be some other guys available too, and. Showman's been really, really good this year. He's pitched in big games before, so you want a guy like that who has experience yeah. in a in a postseason mm -hmm. run and and you know uh, in September. And I think he's kind of that guy. He sells. I think he could sell tickets. You can market around him. Obviously, he's he's a showman. He is. A, he's a Strowman. I like that. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I I don't think there's many guys that sell tickets many pitchers there's a lot of really good pitchers that i think he might tickets. be one to be honest with you i mean his social media presence is there and i think that he just okay he has like he plays to the crowd which is he does. some people no don't question. like it but i don't i mean he's doing that's what he does he's been doing it his whole career yeah. and i when you back it up with the way he's pitched it looks great here's what i would say i think that he is smartly by the way i think he's super smart duke kid he is doing everything he can to try and get an extension from the cubs he's trying to win he's won over the fan base we know that right i mean he is he might be the most popular cub right now uh he has done it on the field you know a little bit of an injury thing last year i think he made 25 starts but it wasn't terrible so he's been available and he has been great when he's been out there. And he looks at the free agent class. Shohei, once again, his own category. But among the guys who are going to be available next year, Urias, Nola, Eduardo Rodriguez can opt out, Sonny Gray, Lucas Giolito, Jack Flaherty, Jordan Montgomery. 
I don't know exactly where he fits in that group. He's going to be closer to the top than the middle, but they're all younger than him. So he wants to try and get his extension right now so that at age 33, he doesn't have to deal with, oh, my God, I'm fighting against all these guys. I mean, dude, he's in great shape. Guys are got. Not, he, this isn't this isn't six or seven years ago when people said when you were thirty five, you're dead. Like we've changed our viewpoint quickly. I, I understand all that. <laughs> like he right. he could he's got another six seven years if he keeps his body in shape. That's the way they're looking at it right now with starting pitchers. And I'll play a game with you. Career earnings to yep. date. I am going to say eighty-four million. Ninety-nine point two. This guy's made Ooh. some cheese already. Yeah, dude. Good for you, Marcus. Good. I like watching him play. All right. Um oh, three big season debuts outside of Liam Hendricks that we had on Monday. Uh, which one will have the biggest eventual impact? Mike Soroka, who was back for the first time in over a thousand days pitching for the Braves, even though he took the loss in Oakland. Your guy Royce Lewis, a homer and four ribs, coming back a year to the day after tearing his ACLs. The Twins beat the champs. And the fireballer Ben Joyce made his major league debut with a couple of strikeouts in a scoreless inning as the Halos beat the White Sox. Uh, shout out to Soroka. It was awesome to see him back on the mound. Uh, I think Ben Joyce is definitely going to impact the Angels in their quest to make the playoffs. I think that's almost exactly what that team needed. Uh, but I'm going to go with Royce Lewis because, well, he's an everyday player. And he came back with a bang last night, like you mentioned, one year to the date. Uh, hits a three-run homer down the right field line, then a game-tying single off Ryan Presley in the ninth, which is probably more impressive than the home run. Um, he is a guy that every once in a while, you'll have a teammate that has the energy and the excitement. And he brings it to the clubhouse every single day. For me, like I think about 2015, Torrey Hunter came over and he was that guy. Him and him and Eduardo Escobar were just like a ball of energy. And it made it like, Showing up to the clubhouse sometimes gets so monotonous and you're just kind of over it. But then those guys, like, they're bringing the energy, so they bring your energy level up. Royce Lewis is that guy for the Twins. I mean, they have some fun people in that clubhouse, but a lot of, like, their leaders, they got a lot of work to do to keep their bodies in shape. Like, Byron Buxton's got to, like, he's only DH right now. He's got to get his body ready. Same with Carlos Correa. So they don't have a lot of time, like, to, like, get the boys fired up. Like, Royce comes in. He's all smiles. He's happy. I think not only on the field is he going to have an impact, you know, playing third base, probably going to play a little shortstop when Correa needs a day off. Uh, but in the clubhouse, like that energy, the passion rubs off on guys. And I think that'll be really good for the Twins going forward. That's why I'm wearing a Twins hat. I think, unfortunately, since he's in my team's division, he can be a huge difference maker. Yeah. I think it's like they made a trade here at the beginning of June. That's what it feels like to me. That last year, I know it was only a dozen games before he got injured. But he did not look like the lights were too bright at all. Mm -mm. It looked like he had been around for five years. And that was the thing that impressed me most. Not just his 850 OPS and the fact that he had like a half dozen extra base hits and 40 at-bats. All that stuff is great. But he just looked like he belonged. And I think that is a huge difference maker for a team that hasn't hit much this year. I mean, no, if it wasn't for their bad. pitching, they would not be in first place. And so this is a jolt of energy for him, and I agree. 
I think the more fascinating uh, answer to the question would be Joyce. You pair him with Sam Bachman, who was their fireballer out of my alma mater, Miami University. They just brought him up. So you got two guys throwing 100. Yesterday, 11 of Joyce's 12 pitches were triple digits. 11 of his 12. And the one that wasn't was like an 89-mile-an-hour cutter. So he's, I mean, he's, now, he could walk the world. He and Bachman are going to be throwing it, they're going to be hitting the bowl occasionally. But it's going to be fun to watch. I just caught that one. little delayed reaction there, but nice. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I like this Angels team. I got to watch them play and kind of really get in there. They have now Neto and him from last year's draft helping out. Like, I think oh. that's I think that's really cool. Uh, you know, like to to say this is what we need and to make a call like that. I have to give uh, Perry credit for bringing those guys up because you don't see that typically happening that quickly. But um, yeah. those guys are both going to help that team. And you and I both want the Angels to make the playoffs. We do. Yeah. By the way, Neto made two great plays, including yes. one to finish the game last night. Where I don't know where he was looking to try and get a guy third, but then he had, then he, I think he remembered that Grandal was running and he zipped it on over. Uh, that was a great, great play. And one last thing, shout out to Matt Tice who, um, yeah, was the hitter when Liam Hendricks made his debut last night. Stepped out, the entire Angels were clapping. Kudos to them. I, I think twenty-eight other teams probably would have done the same thing, but they were the ones last night. And yeah. in the middle of an important game for everybody, after they had gotten swept at home, they took a breath. They understood what the situation meant. And I just think it's nice to... He didn't get a violation, uh, Liam, right? No. I mean, Liam okay, Hendricks yeah. actually made the point of, of thanking Tice and the Angels for doing that. Um, yeah. Had a chance to talk to a bunch of those guys. They're going to be doing our little uh, baby ball players thing that will be continue to come out. Last thing before we get out of here, Jack Zawinski, two homers into the bay in a single game, joined Barry Bonds as the only guys to ever do that. So what's cooler, the fact that he hit two into the bay in the same game or that he tied Barry Bonds as the only players in baseball history to do something? I think being able to like go to a bar and like have a beer with your friends, be like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, it's just me and Barry that have hit two into the bay. I think that's cooler because, you know, in the game – you love it. You're hitting these bombs. One was off wisely, the a position player. So slow down, right. bro. That's my lane. Don't be trying to take my lane. Uh, but I, it is cool because, you know, when you ask people or when you talk about baseball to like a, the general public, like not a lot of them know the players in today's game. They know Derek Jeter and they know Barry Bonds. So to be able to put yourself in the same category as Barry Bonds in, in an offensive way is, I think, means more. Hell yeah. Yeah, when you say there are two people walking the planet that have done something, and I'm one of them, and Barry Bonds is the other, that's a discussion. Yes. That stops a discussion. That just you're like, what? Wait, what? What in that? What is that? You and Barry Bonds are the only two people that have ever done something. Great, I'm listening. Let me buy you a beer. I'm listening. <laughs> oh yeah, now that's to me. That's an easy one. That is an easy one. All right, uh, so we look forward to seeing you on Bally's North on the pre- and post-game show before the Twins and the Astros. More importantly, we look. For, will you have time to hop in the chat at 6 o'clock Eastern? I will. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I will. I'll be there. Okay. I'll be uh, I'll be down at Dodger Stadium. We're, we're doing a lot of content. 
I will have didn't invite me. I couldn't go today, but no, uh, that's, that's our why. thing, dude. That's our thing. I know, but I'm I'm doing a lot of stuff here. Getting we've got kind of a cool. I, I don't want to reveal what it is. We just started doing it with the Marlins last week. We'll do it with the Nationals coming up. I think the Cubs will be doing in the near future. Okay, okay. so a lot of content that's just kind of fun little stuff that people can kind of play along with at home. So, yeah, it'll be cool. All right, we are back at it again Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. Uh, don't forget Rose Rotation with Chris Bassett. That's gotten some traction here lately. Make sure you do that. Shout out to all my Astros fans out there as we continue. To- yeah, aren't you some washed up sports host? Yes, I am. I'm a washed up sports host. But you can find me here on John Boy Media if you need me. Okay. Uh, for our one of a kind producer, Dan Rourke, the uber talented Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Wednesday on Baseball Today.